0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, aka Lawrence Holmes. I am in Miami. I'm at Radio Row. I'm covering Super Bowl 54, and this week on the podcast, I'm having a lot of fun kind of talking about some of the X and O stuff which is great because I get to get back to my my roots when I was a beat reporter covering football every single day. I love doing some of this stuff. It's fun, especially when you have smart people to play off of and, and talk to. What I want to talk about on today's podcast is how, if Patrick Mahomes is going to be as mobile as he's been in the playoffs, and really you can go all the way through the second half of the season, if he's going to be that mobile We're all dead. Every team in the NFL is dead if that guy is going to be mobile. Here's what I mean. We all know how good Mahomes is in the pocket. He's got that crazy arm strength. On top of that, he throws from different angles. He's no looking passes. He seems to have incredible timing. Stays on time, as coaches say. He has great touch. He's also got a cannon. He doesn't seem to get rattled. He has all of the things that can make him a great quarterback, even if he was a quarterback who couldn't move. What we've seen from Patrick Mahomes in the first two years of his career was a guy that was mobile, but wasn't getting up the field with his mobility. He was keeping his eyes down the field to make chunk plays or as NFL coaches say, explosive plays 20 yards or more. So the idea is you move left or you move right. You move outside the pocket so that you can give your guys a chance to break free, break down the field. And he's got so much arm talent that from any angle he's going to throw the ball from, he can make a play. What makes it terrifying where he's at right now in his quarterbacking is the last two games he's rushed for over 100 yards. Now, that's not Lamar Jackson territory, but he does, did have the, the big touchdown run in the AFC title game against Tennessee. What I loved about that play was that he's watching it develop, and then he saw a chasm open up. And th- his calculus, the way that he goes through, okay, can I get through, can I make it? And then he has the toughness to win at the goal line. I want to say his 40 time was the same as Peyton Manning's. So it's not like he's crazy fast, but he's crafty enough and tough enough to get out there and run. This, to me, is one of the more interesting plots in figuring out what happens in Super Bowl 54. Patrick Mahomes being able to get up the field and running the ball. I don't expect that he's going to have like 10 carries for 100 yards, but I think in, in moments, in choosing the right moments to get free, If it's 40 yards of rushing, and then you add that to what he can do in the pocket, it makes for a terrifying combination. So, Anthony Heron and I talked about this. I wanted to pick his brain about why this is so scary. Why Patrick Mahomes on the run is a real problem. Here's what Anthony told me
1: about why
0: this guy running could be an issue for the entire NFL
1: he's basically evolving like Benjamin Button it's like he's he's evolving backwards in a way where the skills that you think veteran quarterbacks have with with their ability to anticipate and and be strong in the pocket to stand in there in the face of pressure and the physical duress I mean the You know the word courage is not like they're necessarily their life is in jeopardy, but physical harm gets inflicted when a guy of my size and the speed of of a Leonard Floyd hits you. It hurts. So there's a there's a level of courage that it takes to stand in the pocket and be willing to still look for your receivers, stare those guys down. He doesn't have an issue with that, but he also, like you mentioned, came out of college with the ability to extend the play, and while extending the play, not only is able to be accurate to a single side of the field while on the run, but can contort his body, has the the laxity in his shoulders and in his hips to be able to get it around and then also throw from so many different arm slots and doing all those things are are rare feats that most humans can't do, but then to go beyond that and now say that, you know what, while I'm out here, especially it's the playoffs, I don't know, why put it in harm's way? I'm fast enough and I see an angle here that I can exploit up the sideline. How he stayed in bounds on that touchdown run is beyond me. I mean, it's like in just in the moment he, and I, I tweeted it out in the moment. It's like he was Lion and he, had, he had taken out the sort of omens and said, I can see the future. There's defenders here that look like they have an angle. And somehow I'm going to, even though I'm just kind of fast, I'm not super fast. But I'm going to outrun that angle and get to the end zone. The next series, I still may just extend it and flick it down the field or just extend the play a little bit to my right and throw it all the way down and finally take the shot play. And whatever it is in the moment and what it calls for, it seems like he just is able to see beyond what the defense shows him and and just sort of put the ball on a string like a yo-yo where it needs to be, whether it's as a runner, as a passer. We're seeing rare things from this guy right now, man. It, it it's fun to watch. So yeah, I was right. I went back and rechecked because
0: I know it sounds crazy. You look at Patrick Mahomes, you go, there's no way that he ran the same 40 times Peyton Manning. Guess what? He did. They both ran in the four eights. And I think Peyton had a four-nine in there too. But both Patrick Mahomes and Peyton Manning ran four eight forties. So you're seeing a guy who in a straight line is only as fast as Peyton Manning, and he's able to make plays, and now you add in that brain. Add in that brain. And his arm strength, this guy is is terrifying. So I wanted to get a grasp of what this feels like from the perspective of the 49ers. Defensively, their defensive line is athletic enough to cause some problems, and their ends are really good, at getting at the quarterback. And they sometimes will line Bosa up in different spots. They'll put both of their ends on one side to to create a mismatch with a guard. But the one thing that they have to make sure they do, because Mahomes is is running now a little bit, is they have to be disciplined in their lanes. What I mean is, is that they can't give up too much room to allow Patrick Mahomes to then escape inside the tackle Or the guard, depending on where the rush is coming from, out of the pocket and up the field. Robert Sala, who I think is a really creative mind on defense, and he seems to understand how to motivate his team, had some interesting things to say about the Andy Reid offense overall. But specifically, why they have to be so disciplined against Mahomes And why Mahomes is capable of making huge plays with his legs, and he's talking both up the field and buying time to throw the ball down the field.
2: Very explosive. Um, Mahomes has gotten better. Uh, They're uh, every possession or every every position. uh, It almost looks like they got their their roster from the Olympic uh, relay team and. Threw them all on the football field. Not to say that they can't run routes and catch either because they can do that. So they're they're a special group and and you can see why they're there.
0: In that game, though, they scored a lot of points, but the, you didn't really give up a, too many explosives, maybe the one to rebuild. Was that kind of game plan? Was it to try to keep things in front of your guys?
2: Always. Uh, one of the uh, founding principles of our defense are is to eliminate explosives. I think we've done a good job this year doing it, but uh, you know, it got a little sideways in that first half. The, the first game around, you know, we had a, a third and 15 uh, that gave up a screen play to, to create a fourth and one, which they converted, which led to a field goal or a uh, touchdown. Then uh, the very next drive, um, I'll argue, was a Phantom PI that led to a first and goal from the one yard line uh, that should have been held to a field goal, but. Uh, um, Mahome's made some unbelievable plays in a two-minute drive to, to get another touchdown in there so you know we're, uh, we're a little bit better than we were a year ago and we're excited for the challenge. Robert how do you assess what makes Mahomes unique in his position? Um, his, uh, one his, his mobility uh, is, is unique his arm strength is ridiculous. he's very very accurate um, but what, what I, I don't think people give him enough credit for is that he is a he is he actually plays quarterback. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of quarterbacks in this league that will say no to number one, and then it just becomes a, a street ball. He gets rid of the ball on time. He puts it where it needs to be. He hits. He hits a lot of throws in rhythm. And when he needs to take his shot, he knows how to buy time in the pocket and do it. So he's. He's a superstar in every way you can possibly imagine, and he's going to be tough to deal with.
0: When you're preparing and you have this much time, how do you balance the paralysis by overanalysis? I mean, how far back do you go? I know you're mentioning this this game you guys played last year, but how far back do you go in terms of studying Andy Reid and his offenses and things like that?
2: For us, you go you go as far as you possibly can. It's our job as coaches to try to make it. You're always just trying to tell them a story, and you're trying to make it as easy for them as possible. But you're 100 percent right. You don't want to show him every play that Coach Reed has run in the history of his uh, system. You'd, you'd, you'd die, I think. But uh, <laughs> but at the same time, you do have to. Uh, Coach Reed has a philosophy, and um, and we have to find a way to, to to pull that out so the players can understand it.
0: And with the pass rush, I and mean, obviously it's it's significantly improved. But is it as simple as just beating the guy in front of you, or how much do you have to focus on? those guys pass
2: rushing as a unit to get home effectively, maybe prevent Mahomes from leaking out? It, every week, whether you're, you're playing a guy like Mahomes or a statue, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, you have to have respect for where he is in the pocket, and your pass rush has to, um, has to tie in with one another, so that way you're just not uh, carelessly rushing the passer to where even a statue can buy time and escape the pocket and uh, create an explosive play through an off-schedule play.
0: I think it was against the Rams you took out all four and all four reserves were
1: in there um, you know it was just
2: having that that type of depth We have we have a ph- uh, philosophy to to roll with eight on defense uh, on the defensive line you want you you want to come at them at waves you want to stay fresh you want to keep going so the, the whole all gas uh, keep them rolling so they they don't pace themselves a lot of times you're you get so stuck with playing your best four all the time that they, those guys understand they're going to be out there for a while, so they pace themselves. Uh, we don't want them pacing themselves. We want them rolling. So those next four are every bit as important as the first four. And uh, it, One, we still got to play great football when they're on the football field. And two, it allows those guys a break, so when you get to those critical situations of two-minute and third down, uh, your, your four horses can be out there and be fresh so they can go get the quarterback. You
1: said What's the process behind the
2: rotation? Um, do you have a process behind we, do, we're, we, we try to keep their snaps down, so we uh, picking and choosing. Cassera uh, does a great job with that regard, um, making sure that those guys are fresh, uh, uh, keeping their snaps as low as possible. So you may see where uh, Buck, Armstead, and Bosa are off the field um, to start a drive just to – you know, we feel good about where we're at. get a couple of stops, third down, get them out there. Uh, so we're trying to steal on average about twenty to twenty five snaps a game from those front uh, those front four uh, the first four um, throughout the throughout the game. and it's you're just trying to fill out the game and how it's going and try to steal as many snaps
0: so now the defensive coordinator of the forty nine ers is giving you something to watch during the Super Bowl. What is his rotation like? Does he keep the starting four together? Do they rotate in and out depending on what's going on on a drive? And will they have time? Because we've seen this Kansas City offense, they keep pressure on you. They don't have to necessarily change personnel. And they don't want to change personnel if you're getting gassed, if if your guys are tired and you're giving up big plays. But you now have something to look for. How often do they rotate defensive linemen in? And what does Patrick Mahomes do when he sees these rotations? Hope you enjoyed the breakdown. I enjoyed doing it. Hope you enjoy Super Bowl 54. I got more coming up throughout the week. So rock with me. Thanks for listening to Loho Daily.